Welcome back, everyone, to Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead Season 6, Episode... Excuse me, Season 7, Episode 6, Swear. And I haven't watched it yet. I'm about to watch it. I watched Westworld Live. So here I am now to watch this episode live, react to it, recap it as I'm watching it. This week and next week will be a little bit different because of the Westworld's final two episodes of the season. So things will be a little bit different, and I'll be actually watching it live in the living room. Be a lot more podcasts in the next couple of weeks, me sitting in the living room. So I'd like to thank everyone that joined me for the last cast. You guys might be the only people to ever watch that. We'll get into that later. But it's been blocked because of 40 seconds of music. So anyone who watched the Westworld podcast, congratulations. You'll have to listen to just the audio only of that in the future. But if this is your first time joining us for the Walking Dead cast, please jump in the live chat. Share your thoughts in the live motherfucking chat. You can call in and leave a voicemail at 781-990-8509. Here's nine. <laughs> or, as I said, I'm not alone. I have with me the live motherfucking chat. So let's get into this. Uh, okay, we're seeing that I'm getting a, getting the vibe from the live chat from those of you who have seen this episode already. That uh, we, we have a whole Tara episode to look forward to here. I'm... I'm I'm, I'm dubious at best, but we'll get into this in a second here when I'm going to be watching the DVR version of the episode. And please share your thoughts in the episode, in the chat about the episode. If you're going to do spoiler, just spoiler tag it or whatever. But the episode aired. It's my fault. So if you write something, you write something. Usually we're on this time afterwards, so... So if you haven't watched the episode and be very cautious of spoilers in the chat because most people that will be coming in here live right after the episode won't realize that whatever. And I accept it. I personally don't think we're going to get anything. And I could be wrong and some something huge could have happened tonight. I have a feeling there's nothing real huge is going to happen on The Walking Dead until maybe the last episode of the midseason finale. But even then, I think it's just going to be a lot of foreplay leading up to the second half of the season where hopefully I've, I haven't given up on this half a season. I still think we've, there's been some good moments, but for like overall story direction, I think of crazy thing to happen. I, I'm not sure if, if there's anything huge that can be spoiled at this point, but, but here we go. I'm going to start the episode and I think I'm just going to play through the commercials. I don't think I'm going to fast forward through the commercials. I think I'm, I'm just going to play through them and kind of talk, probably talk more during the commercial break. We may be joined by a guest at the end of the show, but uh, we'll, we'll deal with that a little bit later. Walking Dead's giving me some huge blue balls. Nick says, I was expecting the worst. It wasn't as bad of an episode two of the season, but worse than the other, says Corey. It was okay, but not great. Steven says, spoiler, the black girl of the show is hot. Hey, guys, says Mimic. Great to see you. Uh, Anthony says, hated it. Uh, hey, deadheads. Great to see you, Lord Commander. Claudio, you better watch before Phil gets here. Oh, <laughs> you better watch out before Phil gets here, guys. Sylvia, great to see you, Sylvia. Great, uh, great idea, commercials, analysis spots. Yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen. It's harder when it, with what I did with Westworld because there are no commercials. <laughs> but with something like The Walking Dead and Vikings, I think I might do this for Vikings too just because of early wake-up times for morning commitments. 
And uh, so I'm just trying to I'm trying to get the best usage of time and everything like that. So everyone, thank you so much for for joining me. And I know I'm sorry for whatever difference, whatever change this is. I ended up going on exactly at the same time we usually go on. So that ended up working out really, really well. And hopefully that will work out well next week as next week too. But so here we go. Let's start this episode. Let's get into the walk dead. I'm, I'm excited to watch this episode and see what happens here. And, and what seems to be just a tar episode. So let's play this shit. Jessica, great to see you. Great to see everyone. Tim. Great to see you, buddy. Great to see Tim. You can see Tim live on you now. Tim, feel free to share your name in the live chat right now if people want to check you out. I noticed that Tyra became more well-endowed. Uh, well Morgan, this new community, what's up with all this hippy-dippy shit? Motherhood filled her out quite nicely at Tara Chat. Did you know the guy from that 70s show was her brother? Yes. And also the dude from Malcolm in the Middle, Francis. The three Mastersons. Hey, I was just on the same channel with Westro five minutes ago. What's going on here? So we open up here on the beach, Oceanside. Oh, gross. I did, but it was very noticeable, her boobs. Okay, I like the visual here. Kind of rubber masky, but looks kind of cool. I. <laughs> Aww. Oh, where do I know this actress from? She looks really familiar to me. Are these yet new people that we're meeting again? No offense to these new people that we're meeting. I feel like we're getting a little carried away with the new groups that we're meeting in this season. I get this first half of the season is about exploration and seeing how big the world is compared to so focused within our group. But... If we're meeting yet another group of people in this episode. Good to see you, Dawn Blast. Nice to see you. I haven't watched an episode since the premiere. It's great to see you. Huge hug. Hide is Tyra's brother in real life. Didn't know that. They have a whole family of talent. Yeah, they're very, they're very funny. Very, they have a... A lot of real quick-witted, humorous talent. What's up, KLC? Great to see you, buddy. Phil's sidetrack for sure. It depends on who they're with. We don't need new people. We need ones to do something interesting for a change, says Claudio. Oceanside is no umbrellas. Drink all. Blue balls galore there. I mean, I appreciate new characters. I think... The best way to introduce new characters on a show like The Walking Dead is probably less is more. And I appreciate what they're doing with each episode and having each episode sort of dedicated to different things and exploring different things. I wish it was working more for me because I appreciate what they're trying to do. I just think they're spreading themselves a little bit too thin. I think as much as I hate Negan and I rag on him a lot. I think our focus should be from their perspective for this whole half a season. 
But interesting start. We get to see Tara finally. And meet two people that I have no clue who they are. They, I guess their performances were good. But I don't care about them at all. And I see all these names in the, in the intro that I haven't seen in a long time. You know? I appreciate that we don't want to... I would rather go back to Carol and Ezekiel and Morgan for a second, at least. I mean, a lot of people maybe have seen the episode already, so so I don't know where this episode goes from there. I'm just going to mute it during the as the commercial breaks come up here. So, I mean, we could touch in there. This could not just be a completely Tara Tara centric episode. I'm, and it's not that I'm against having like a lot of time spent in that in all these situations. I. Anyways. Fish don't come back from the dead. The new people have the stank. Fish stew in this episode had more character developed than nine to ten of the Walking Dead's cast this year. They had the stank. I'm using series craving. Look it up. See you guys later. See you later, Kelsey. We already had a stream. Oh, of uh, <laughs> it's Phil. Great to see you. The Walking David. Great to see you, buddy. I'm starting to figure out how Spencer didn't know who Negan was. The writing leaves much to be decided. Sidebar. I binge watched all of Westworld yesterday since HBO showed all the episodes. Up to date today. The red shirt stank. Yeah, Sylvia, we just got finished with the last episode. I didn't know you were doing this format tonight. Yeah, this format tonight and maybe next week as well. Just for because of the Westworld thing and the season finale. But the mid-season finale, I will be back doing the regular format in the in the other room with the Walking David special guest for the mid-season finale. Awesome, David. I'll have you pop in at some point. So David's also going to be jumping in at some point tonight as well. I'm doing great, 1998 champions. Having a good evening. Coming off a great episode of Westworld. I'm excited to get into this Walking Dead episode. This is Jason Bourne. Just to warn you, David, I have not done a guest in this format out here. I don't know how the audio is going to be for you. So uh, this, so when I invite you, I hope it. Do, I hope you don't hear one of those like weird audio loops of yourself talking. It may happen. So everyone, David is going to be joining us at some point in a second here. I'm going to just get it all set up and uh, we're going to be watching this episode live and talking about it. But feel free if you have any questions for the episode or any responses to it, if you've already seen it, please throw it in the live chat. I understand that most people are just getting off seeing the episode and usually we're here right afterwards. So please feel free to share your thoughts about it already in the live chat. What beer? Oh, here we're back into the episode. What beers have I been drinking? I've been drinking a first something called As Follows, and uh, now I'm drinking Amagang Henny Pin. I'm finding it hard to maintain interest in The Walking Dead. Even characters I'm start starting to be. Starting to be annoyed with even characters I like. I'm starting to be annoyed by their decisions. Hey, wait a second. Wasn't I just here? We were talking about Westworld, Phil. What's going on? Yeah, I'm double fisting it tonight. Things are confusing. 
And I appreciate Heath. I think Heath's a good character too, but I don't know anything about Heath. Oh, atheist. Atheist bastard. You're go back like this. There's people counting on us. Why are you acting like you don't know that? You're sweet to me. Too too kind to me, my friend. What we did at the satellite station. All of those people that we killed. Okay, there seems to be some substance here. You didn't see it. Okay, you just saw what was left. No. I wish I Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. And another reason why I wanted to do this for The Walking Dead is because I feel like I've been extra hard on The Walking Dead this half a season, and losing my enjoyment of it. So what I'm trying to do is sit back and instead of analyzing it after the fact and really deeply looking into it, trying to just sit back and enjoy it for what's going on here. This is a good scene. He's this guy's acting his balls off in the scene. What? It doesn't matter. I wish I cared more, but the performances are there. It seems real. It was you or someone else. You choose you. You take what you can. You take out who you have. But to. I'm enjoy I'm enjoying the weight of this moment right now. Nobody's in this together. Okay? Not anymore. Unlike some of the other stuff that we've had this season. These feel like two humans having a conversation in this moment right now. And I think that's important for this show. And I think what makes this show good and what makes people be able to relate to it. There's been a lot of talk this week about The Walking Dead's failing ratings and what's happening, blah, blah, blah. I think the more relatable it is, for me anyways, my interest, the more I'm interested in it. I like the action on it and I like the relatableness of it. When it tries to be a little bit too... Hoity-toity. Writing, not acting is the problem with The Walking Dead. Absolutely, atheist bastard. And show direction. How, how they're choosing to... Even what they write in the good stuff, how they're choosing to depict it is a little warped. But the acting is still top-notch. I think... You're consistently getting really great perform, at least for my sake, consistently getting really great performances on The Walking Dead, even in the bit parts that you get. Like, like I said, these two characters that I don't know, I don't really care about, this girl, she's creating a moment. I give a shit about what's going on with her. I want to know her better. <laughs> Scott says, well, sometimes acting. Yeah, I think we need to turn off our brains and enjoy it like an action popcorn flick rather than be ser the serious show it's trying to be. And I agree with you, Tara Chan, there. So for anyone listening to the audio cast right now, we get the lost moment. No. We see Tara being taken care of. That's Tara, right, isn't it? Yeah, it's Scott Gimple. You don't really give a shit, Phil. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to give a shit. 
I don't want to, I'll get into this a little bit more in the commercial break, but I'm salty. The Walking Dead got me salty, and it's tough. It's, oh, she was playing possum the whole time. It's tough when someone crosses you, just like in your, in the wrong situation, when a friend steals something from you or lies to you in the wrong kind of situation. You just have, you're like, I forgive you, dude, no problem, everything happens for a reason, whatever, you fuck my girlfriend, it's okay, whatever. But like, you never, you never really trust that person again, ever. I had a lot built up last season in my interest in The Walking Dead or just my hype level and I was championing last season as the best season of The Walking Dead leading up to the Glenn situation. Then when they, then when they killed Glenn, I was like, they had balls. They went there. They fucking killed Glenn in a crazy way. And, and I was all about the show at that point in time. And I was refuting that they were going to bring him back. I was, no, they're not bringing him back. He died. The show's great. And uh, so I'm a little biased right now. Some of the people that might call me out on that, you're being biased, you're being a little bitchy about it. I am, 100%. But I don't think I'm, my vision's clouded. I don't, I think some people might really love this, but I think reasonably speaking, this is the weakest section of The Walking Dead we've ever been in before, ever, ever been in these seven episodes have been the weakest seven episodes of The Walking Dead for me. Tara's got them big natural. Phil, you sound too forgiving. Even the farm, Phil. I'd have to go back and watch the farm stuff. I really like Shane. I all, that's what I always go to, the season two, that half of the season two thing. I'll let you know when this, when this is done, because I think that end had a good conclusion with the barn stuff. I used to be biased for the show. I defend everything they did, but now I cannot even defend this. Phil, you sound like an action junkie. With The Walking Dead, maybe I am a little bit. I don't think with all shows I am, but I think with The Walking Dead, that's what I like. But so far, I'm I'm pretty much I'm digging this episode. The only no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna watch the episode and enjoy it. I'm gonna shut the fuck up and stop being a little bitch and just enjoy it. This is some good visual. I love watching Tyra walk around here. She's kind of a mech character for me, but we needed to figure out what happened to her. And instead of just showing it in a couple scenes in another episode where they parallel what's going on with Morgan and Carol, they want us to have a whole episode with her. That's fine. can't help but Sylvia I mean sometimes it means I might enjoy something that someone else doesn't Joe and I have definitely got into it when I've enjoyed episodes of something he hasn't or vice versa
Did you say she was a meth character? That would explain a lot about Oceanside. Looks like Tara's sneaking up on Phil. <laughs> yeah, Tara Chan. The, it wasn't the mirror. I saw that. It was actually 40 seconds of a song that did it. Had nothing to do with the mirror. Had nothing to do with all the audio from the episode. Had to do with 40 seconds of a song at the 50-minute mark from 49 minutes and, like, 40 seconds to 49 minutes and 50 seconds or something. It's ridiculous. Fortunately, there will be an audio podcast version of it that you can get listen to if you are interested in it and I'll try to eventually find a way to salvage the video and maybe take mute that one section of the video and re-upload it or something it would just take some time oh shit it's just such bullshit because it's literally 40 seconds of the video that it blocked because of one of the songs that they played in the episode in the background or some shit that's why I'm going to mute it every time the commercials come here. Holy shit. I love the Rambo kind of music going on right now. Yeah, Tara. Oh, this was from the, uh, the trailer. No, I'm not going to... Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Natty Bounce. YouTube was being a major bitch, Super Mario was bro. Tom, I do too. I think if the narrative of the season's tight, bottle episodes are really good to go off to to kind of break away from what's going on in the tight narrative. <laughs> Look, I'm cool. She's cool. Here to hurt anyone. This is this is pretty awesome right here. Everyone, just lower your guns. Cindy, get away from her. Has she done anything wrong that has nothing to do with it? Get away. Yeah, this girl's listening to the listening to the Joe Dirty Locks school of uh, dealing with people in the zombie apocalypse. If Joe was watching this right now, he'd be like, "Shoot her! Shoot her now!" Tom says jumping around between storylines is what gets us nowhere. Likes the bottle episodes that move move things along. Cool too. Just keep doing this. <laughs> I didn't notice the bounce. I have to go back and look. Okay, so here we are into our commercial break right here. So let us bring in let's try to bring in a friend right now. Let's try to see if this works. Okay, so I'm going to see about bringing in a guest into our midst right now. We'll see if this ends up working out. Oh, shit, I got to press play. No. Cash every day card from a I meant to mute it. Oh, no, I'm fast-forwarding commercials. Stop it. I didn't want to fast-forward commercials. But, yeah, I'm, I definitely am harder on this show than I should be in some ways. 
No, they're not. And I don't want to get into too much what those are because I don't. I wonder how quickly they're going to rush into those characters because they're the last big thing that they have. How can a video get blocked so fast? Is it a computer or human that flags it? It's a computer that flags it. It's they have an algorithm or some shit that goes on and tries to sense anything in the video that might be copyright writ or something like that. And there was a song that they got, they played at a certain point in time that's automatically flagged for Warner Brothers bullshit. So that probably is what flagged it. I'll have to look more into it afterwards, but it's bullshit. And it doesn't pay fighting it because if you don't fight it, then you get a copyright strike. And if I got a copyright strike, I couldn't stream at all. So it's like they get you by the balls. Oh, there's jumping around storylines, all right. Computers, Google is too cheap to have people do anything. I iron thread. But that's because it's been so good oh, to expect. Here we go. Let me get back into the episode. Oh, God, I hope they don't rush Scott Gimple having to come up with 100% custom materials giving me anxiety. Oh, that if the comics, if they pass the comics... Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. What do we think? Tyra landed on Themyscira. Where's Wonder Woman? I will be in a second, Tom. Yeah, he looks like he lost a lot of weight. He he got, or he's in better shape. He looks a lot different, actually. He looks like when they cast him, he was a little bit too, like, too pretty looking or something. And they dirtied him up a little bit. And he, he got just gotten a little bit more, more shape or lost a little bit of weight or something like that to make him look a little bit more zombie apocalypse worthy. So just for your information, you know that last week's episode of The Walking Dead was the lowest rating since season three. I do know that, Corey. And I wonder if this episode will be lower than that. I think it's just in general with television, in general, timed rated television is going down. It's, it's just the change in the medium. Less and less people want to watch TV on those time periods. Heath looks bored as fuck. You people are monsters always killing Yawn. I zoned out there for a second. So true, the show's lost its way. It's no longer the staple that it once was. It just isn't. I don't know what it is. I mean, I think I know what it was. I'm not going to blame Fear the Walking Dead, but... Cool. Oh, nice. This is classic. This is some cool shit. I like that. See, it's like Tom, like 
Tom is saying, I'm an action junkie on The Walking Dead. I want to see zombie attacks. I like the people are the enemy too, but I really like when the walkers are the threat. That's why I liked last season so much with that big army, that giant mega herd. I want to get more into the mega herds and what's going on and just get her. It's okay, Phil. You can blame Fear the Walking Dead. What if the Walking Dead zombies merged with the Game of Thrones army of the whites? I mean, I think the I think the the Knights King would be like, could you speed up a little bit, guys? <laughs> Oddly enough, I enjoyed this episode. I'm, I'm actually really enjoying this episode so far. I like the pacing of it. I like the way it's moving. I'm Natanya. This is Kathy and Beatrice, whom you've already met. I, w I think it's being well presented. I think it's filmed well. I think everything has acted well in it. I'm having a good time so far watching it. My only issue I'm having with it is just a little bit of I don't care. And that's in me because I'm not a huge fan of the Tara character. I think she's pretty cool in a group setting. I think she's interesting and I know we need to have this. I like, I think we've met too many. T I'm overwhelmed by the amount of people that we've met so far. I feel like we should have touched back in with Ezekiel and all of them one more time before we met new people again. So I'm digging everything I'm seeing in this episode. Everything I'm having, again, is a problem with the overall pacing of the season. But so far, produced-wise, beginning to end, this episode seems to be, like, really good. I, cannot, I can't say anything really bad about it. It's just, I don't care. I want to care more. And I'm just, my mind's elsewhere. I'm like, okay, this is great. I'm getting to know all these other people's problems right now, and this is all interesting and shit. But what the fuck? Like... Like, there's only so many things I can concentrate on at, at one time. And that's me. Maybe it's a weakness in me. And I know some people are fucking loving it and some people aren't. And it's, I feel like it makes people lose interest because when people tune in, they're like, oh, wait, I want to catch up when catch up with this character or that character. Phil, it's kind of like liking the actor, but not the role in the writing. Would that be fair to say? I would say I would even go as far as that. Some of the writing I don't mind. Like I don't think the writing is as bad as all of that in every situation. I, I, again, I think it's more the plotting of how everything's being plotted out. But I think that is pretty fair to say. I forgot all about Tara, but I enjoyed watching her, says Lav Lav. You guys think Oceanside will be in any other episodes this season? I think next... I, it's hard for me to imagine that the next two episodes won't be complete group episodes. We have two more episodes left. Do we have anywhere else to go for a single episode next season? I mean, next episode? The way they write Tara to speak is so awkward. Phil, uh, we tend to forget that this show is about the zombies. It is about zombies. It isn't Citizen Kane. Rosebud. 
we don't uh, care because we might not ever see them again. I like Tara. I thought it was interesting that they gave Glenn a pet character, if you can call Tara that. But I don't think she's strong enough to carry a full show. They try compressing too many storylines into one single season. They want to introduce this much content. They need to have more episodes per week than one. They will lose their fan base. But guys, now we have so many more side characters to care about. Dot, dot, dot. More fodder. Too many cliffhangers, possibly. Disagree, Scott. People don't have the focus on characters to relate or bond with. Thank you, atheist bastard. Yeah. I, I pre Again, I appreciate what's going on, and I appreciate them trying to open up the world. I just don't want them to lose... For my interest on in the show, I don't want the focus to be lost on... The characters that we've known for so long and television is a different medium. We've You can do an offshoot com comic and do that. In episodes like this when we've been with the same characters for so long this season is just feeling off-putting. Maybe this is just the change in the show and the show is going to be like this from now on and just almost these individual story stories and maybe they'll come together, maybe they won't. It's just a bit too much. But, the, but again, I, I again, I have to say I love everything that's going on in this episode. I know it doesn't sound like that. I'm so fucking salty right now. Hope you like fish. I love you, Lav Lav. I think the I think the lack of Rick is the problem, good or bad, as they go as Rick goes, because he is the star, and I think television shows a show like this is effective having a star, and he's an amazing actor. He adds so much, so much character to the show. Maybe they're spreading it out because few main characters will die and they need to introduce new ones. And I think that's the point, too. I don't want to get into spoilers because I haven't read it, so I know it only by hearsay. I think they're introducing everyone because they're fast-tracking where they want the story to go. For whatever it's worth, I like the direction that they were going last season a little bit more with taking the time and having like a whole season be basically three days from a lot of different perspectives. I really... I actually really liked what they were doing with that concept. Okay, let's eat. Let's talk. So let me mute this right here. Let's jump into the fucking maybe they're spreading it too thin. Uh, the lack of Shane is a problem. The lack of Shane is definitely a problem. Okay, let's try this again, buddy. Like I said, you may end up being uh, having some issues sound-wise. So that's the case. We'll just we'll deal with that when it comes. The old lady actor sucks. Hey, Phil, loving this new episode. Super mellow and a banana. Huge hug to you. Phil, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear? Your, do you hear yourself too much? 
Awesome. So everybody, welcome to the show, the one and only Walking David. Welcome, David. Thank you so much for joining me tonight, David. It's not a problem. Uh, someone needs to be here to help you through this episode. You, I, I need some help. It, I love how, I don't know if you did it intentionally, but you did the the teenager thing. It's not a problem. Uh, what, do I have something on my face? Do I have some snots on my face? It's not a problem. It's not a problem, you motherfucker. But we needed some Rick Grimes in this episode. So instead of, we have the second best thing to Rick Grimes. We have the, we have the walking David here tonight. <laughs> you. Tara. Nobody gives a shit about Tara. That's why we sent her out there. We let her go. You know why? Because she didn't need to stay. Neither did he. That's not a racist thing. That's just accurate. Someone, Tara Chin says, David, you're purple. Atheist Bastard says, LOL, David. Everyone's happy to see David. Laugh Left says, say my name in the little figure voice. Can Rick Grimes do that? I don't know if I don't know Rick Grimes has the ability to say his name and say Laugh Left's name in the little finger voice. I don't know. Laugh Love. <laughs> the motherfucking walking David says, Claudio. So David's joining us here for the end of this episode, and he is all to help me through this Tara episode. And David will also be with us for the season, mid-season finale on the 11th, I think it is. And, uh, and then also somewhere in between that period of time and New Year's, David and I will be getting together for the Back to the Future 2 and 3 cast. And if you haven't already, definitely check out David's channel, The Walking David, on YouTube. You can see a lot of Rick Grimes and Littlefinger impressions and a lot of fun stuff. And also jo- uh, find David on Facebook so you can see his live, uh, live vlogging stuff that he does, some funny stuff in the cars and just driving around, some entertaining uh, rants and stuff. So definitely check out The Walking <laughs> David stuff. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome, pal. I just want to put you over my knee and rub some hot lotion on your buttocks, sir. (laughs) I really on your butt talks Corey Mitchell says I really want Mike Tyson to come back to him I'm Mike Tyson I'm the food heavyweight champ in the world and I'm coming to the kingdom to fucking beat up a tiger yeah (laughs) they're just going man those whispers they can't even they can't even come near me my 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 skills are impenetrable. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck it. I want. What do you say? I'm gonna, I want, I want to rape your mother or something like that. I forget one of the, one of his. No, uh, one of his phrases was he just goes, "I'll fuck you till you love me, faggot." Yeah, I'll fuck, <laughs> yeah, I'll fuck you till you love me. I love that. The Walking David doing Rick Grimes doing Littlefinger saying "Lav Lav," amazing. Scott Gimple fucked up. This season would work fine on Netflix format. You just can't watch episodes like this week to week, back to back. It just really sucks. Hello. Oh, wait. Wait, everybody, Tara's eating. Oh, Tara, Tara's back. Hold on. Hey, shh, David, Tara's eating. <laughs> we got to be quiet here. So, yeah, this this old lady actress, Out of I, I'm talking a lot about all the good actresses on the show, and a lot of times we had, we had Denise Crosby a couple years ago uh, from Star Trek uh, fame uh, playing, playing Mary, I believe her character was named. Uh, we also had uh, the woman last season that played uh, Spencer's mother, I forget the character's name, excellent actress, older actress that they brought onto the show that just added a lot of depth to that character. This person, Deanna, thank you, David. This person is not. This person is someone that you'd find in a Lifetime movie or something. I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not digging her in this episode right now. Especially because everyone else, I think, is so good in this scene right now. But she's just like, ah! She looks like she's in that. I, I like the new uh, the new lesbian chick, the one with the really short hair. Mm-hmm. 
She's actually a really good actress in this episode. You'll see that later on. My defense is impenetrable, says Atheist Bastard. Walking Dead would either be the greatest show of all time or absolute shit if it was on Netflix. Atheist says, I'm going to eat your heart, I'll eat your children. Praise be Allah. Mike Tyson in The Walking Dead would rule. I'd buy that for a dollar. If you wait a week to see episodes like the last two, I totally understand why you're disappointed. Honestly, I think if this really happened, Mike Tyson would be one of the few that would still be around. I could see him ripping people's ears off. He totally would have won that fight if Holyfield uh, didn't fucking keep fucking holding him. That's why he bit his ear off. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, Mike Tyson would have done like the Rick Grimes bite the neck thing, but unprovoked, just because. Just because. That being, that being said, qu- quick sidebar, I love Mike Tyson's Mysteries. It's one of my favorite uh, random cartoons on television right now. Norm MacDonald kills on that show. He's fucking hilarious as Pigeon. So <laughs> if, you, if you like a com- complete irreverent bullshit, watch Norm MacDonald as the Pigeon. Were you about to do a Norm MacDonald, David? Cause... I, was try- I was trying to, <laughs> but uh, I don't know if I've practiced that up. Hey, there's a show. You're on it. I don't know. Like, and Tom is at the dinner it's like table. A, it's like a Cliff Clavin from Cheers <laughs> is what I was doing. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so next on The Walking Dead, the group encounters a new group and they run into traveling gypsies who Negan is holding hostage for their palm reading prowess. Is Corey. Okay, so I'm a, little, I'm a little distracted about what's going on. David, you've already seen this episode, right? Yes. Okay, so what's, what's going on in this scene right now? If you, re- if you remember uh, correctly. A lot of unnecessary tension because uh, premise of this scene is just like it's pretty much someone doing this. We, we really like you. We want you to stay. I mean, that's kind of like what it feels like. It felt like they were gonna like do something really messed up to her, and then it turns out that they're like, "Oh, well, we we just want more people here." You're you're a pretty nice lady. And then she's like, I don't know, you could just let me go. And she's like, we can't let nice people go. <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's weird, because I'll say this. Just like what you've been saying, I hate the Tara character. I think she's very pointless. Um, nothing against the actress and her amazing tits. Um <laughs> But that's that's quite literally in this scene all she's bringing to the table. Huh? Uh. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I wanted to hang you out there with a meatball on that one, David. That was a good one, though. I like it. <laughs> oh man, sorry. That was like that deserved an awkward. Oh laugh. no, Ragnar Rag got me. Ragnar says, "Phil, shut up." This episode's a ten out of ten. And then and then a few lines later, I hope you guys are laughing at my joke. <laughs> No, I, I have to say, though, I think it's more contextual with this episode. Structurally, I think everything, again, I'm not, I'm, I'm sort of having more fun talking to David and listening to you guys in the motherfucking chat right now. But contextually, I think pretty much almost everyone at the table is doing a great job in this scene adding real context and weight to the moment. I just think that, why do I care? Why do I give a shit about any of these people right now? Uh, even Tara. I don't, I, I, we haven't seen her in so long. It's tough to give a shit about what's going on with her. I, I had made my peace with the fact that Tara was just eventually going to show up on Fear of the Walking Dead and never return to the Walking Dead. That's what I was hoping. Uh, just, just, 
this useless character, we're just going to have her completely do a lateral move and make her way to Los Angeles. And, uh, and that'll be that for her. But unfortunately, they go, nope, let's keep her around. And here's the thing. Keith, sometimes he seems like he understands the world in which they live. And other times he's, it's like he hasn't been fucking paying attention at all. He's like, it's like Heath will every now and then walk up and just go, listen, it's either you or, or them. And then he comes up the next scene. He just goes, what is a walker? You know, like he, he is that kind of yeah. stupidity where every now and then he just like forgets a conversation that they like just had, you know, like Michonne's like, you haven't been out there. You haven't experienced it. Not really. Have you been covered in so much blood that you didn't know if it was you or your friends or walkers or whatever? And then Heath gets some blood on him later. And uh, then he looks at himself in the riverbed and he's like, I get it now. I'm covered in so much blood and I don't know if it's from me or my friends or the walkers. And then it's like this episode, he's like, man, what are we doing all this for? I don't even get it. I don't know why we out here. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's, I love how someone said David black people voice. Come on. <laughs> Tits McGee says Corey Mitchell about uh, Tara. Let's keep her around the whole fucking episode. Well, Tara has traveled to Dorne to meet the sand snakes or something. If they got rid of all the useless characters, we'd only have like one and a half characters left, David. <laughs> Tits Listen, McGee. the whole show See, I, I came up, I don't know if I told you this already, but I came up with a great premise for how Fear the Walking Dead could tie into The Walking Dead in a very blasé kind of way. Um, in between seasons two and three, there's supposed to be like a six or seven month gap in time. Like the, the team has gotten hardened. They've done wait, some wait, 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 wait. Did you say a gap in getting hard? I'm sorry. I'm, I suddenly got interested in what you were saying. So there's a gap and someone's getting hard. What? Yeah. So the group was getting their dick sucked <laughs> and they were also getting jerked off. Are we doing the Andrew Dice Clay jokes again? Hickory dickory dock. This bitch was <laughs> sucking my cock. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Keep going. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> they, they fear the walking dead it shows all the main surviving characters confront like daryl or merle or something like that and merle just mows them all down and right next to him's like the governor going like did you take care of him merle and then merle just be like yeah man i took care of them for you whatever ninja grand and that's the end of that's the end of Fear the Walking Dead. Ninja they just meet Merle and get wiped out. Ninja Granny says, David, that won't help the show either, David. <laughs> good, good idea, but that, that's, that's not, that's not going to help anything right now, David. Good thought, though. I like, I like where your head's at, man. I like where your head's at. That's exactly what Fear needs, more Tara. That's exactly what Fear needs. <laughs> the, the problem with, with Fear is that they're all Taras. That's the problem. Uh, man and women, they're all just these useless, like, don't give a shit characters. Uh, like, here's the thing. We have never seen any reason to sympathize with Tara. Like, we or, or Tara. We've just, we've never had uh, any substance there. It's just been like, through, even it's, when she, it's just been through sorry. other characters. Other characters we care about 
care about her, so it's transfer transference in a way. She she's yeah. connected to the governor, and I mean, I guess we could relate to that aspect. But I I definitely see what you're saying. Sand dollars. Well, see, here's the thing. Here's what I would have done is that you know, like when Rick has that speech when he goes like, uh, I love these comments. We need diversity, David. Um, these um, when Rick gives the speech. You know, we're going to go in there and we're going to kill them all. It's just what we have to do. It's like what I would have loved to make Tara uh, more interesting is if she had been watching that and then in a flash in her head when Rick goes, we're going to kill them all, it replays in her head and you see the governor say it mm -hmm. to where it was like Rick had sort of transformed into the governor <laughs> without really realizing it. Um because that's sort of where we found the governor. Feasibly, when we found the governor, he was this intense survivalist who had a community uh, that was a well, uh, that was big walls, and everybody was living like normal in houses and stuff like that. And then Rick's in Alexandria with these normal houses and these big walls, and then he's going, you know, we got to kill them all. And then Rick's like, we got to kill them all. You should have shown the similarities with yeah. Tara and have Tara express those feelings it like would, rick scares me a little bit it would have made it would made us like it would have made us care more about and relate more than her Re relate more to her rather than just a excuse me a wise ass character because right there that's the best moment yeah. of the episode she gives a little wise ass gives the finger to the little girl that spits at her and goes you should never spit young lady and gives her the finger or something like that it's it's a uh it's a it was a funny moment right there that we just had in the episode. And I think they just played Tara off as one note. But if they gave her that more depth, I think the only thing I care about Tara right now is her reaction to her her girlfriend dying. And, and everything that happened with that is the only emotional reaction I give a shit about. And I have a feeling the show's going to fucking bumble that when it really comes down to it. I, like... That's all I give a shit about Tara. I wouldn't care if she just showed back up and the rest is story that she tells about everything that happened or we see it later on from a different person's perspective. But all I care about with Tara is her reaction to what happened with Glenn, what happened with Mag, what happened with uh, her girlfriend's name. I'm blanking. Her name's Denise, I think. Yeah. Those are the two people that I, I gave more shit about Glenn and Denise than I do about Tara. So that's the only thing I care about. You mean? David, David, David locked and loaded one in the in the uh, the pipe. He's like, eh, I'm not gonna say that. Yawning. <laughs> uh, uh, um. Oh man, I don't know. Maybe they'll give Tara a stupid fucking speech before she dies. <laughs> and you're and you're both really great people. And if you don't listen and wake up. Oh. Okay, so we got some tension. Okay, no, that's okay. I, I, we have some tension built up here in the moment, but I really don't feel, again, like any of this is, like Tar is in any danger, at any point here. But again, I good action. This is uh, intensely put together right now. We get the classic standoff. Shooter. Shooter. Like, who cares, right, Phil? <laughs> Ho-hum. The sexual tension is palpable. I only wish your girlfriend died in a horrible uh, random arrow accident. 
So here we go. Okay, because this is, I guess, if we're trying to find story and how all of this connects, it's that we're meeting all these different areas. I, I mean, I see what they're doing, but they could have done this again all in one fucking episode, but whatever. So we're seeing another group of people that again are being affected by the saviors. It seems like to me that we're getting four or five, no wait, we got one, four different groups that are all having a single problem with the same one group of people. Hmm, what is going to happen next? I don't know. But now we're meeting, are these people all going to become our allies? Can we just cut through this shit sandwich and get to the point where Tara charms these people and that they come with them back to fucking Alexandria and they all join together and play, have, sing shiny happy people holding fucking hands? We all know where this is going. Tara is not getting killed in this moment. They're going to hug and kiss and be buddies by the end of this fucking episode. I'm convinced of it. Wow, you know what's crazy is that you kind of predicted like the next few sentences of this. <laughs> did, did I really? Like, I, I, I just, I bet that's what's gonna happen. The just end wait. Of just, I mean, seriously, like, watch like the next minute. <laughs> but no, Phil, like, uninterrupted. And just watch <laughs> just it. Just You'll be amazed at how close you got it. <laughs> no, Phil, we, we need we tension. Go. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh, you fuck. These women will die soon because they don't live uh, by their shoot-on-sight rule. Yeah, where's Joe Dirty Logs? I just want to see a lion eat Negan. I mean a tiger. See, here we go. Check this out. <laughs> listen to, listen to what, you, what they say and what you say. Oh, my God. I don't, even want, I don't even want to hear it. I don't even have to hear it. You know what? Maybe if we all work together, David, we could, we could join right together. Right here, right here. <laughs> Yeah. Because I saved you? She goes, you're not, you're no, not going to shoot me. me. Because that's not what the script says. You're not going to shoot me. You're not going to shoot me. Oh, God. Why? Why? I have, I have plot armor. I have plot armor. I have, see this? I have plot armor on right now. See, see, see this shirt? Guys, I got plot armor. I, got plot armor. I, got plot armor. I can't die. I'm funny. I can't, I can't die. You see these? <laughs> David, I got I got plot armor. On. David, those look delicious. Those look delicious. I'm really hungry. Plot armor. Oh my god, they're, they're delicious plot armor. They're re friggin' uh, strawberry shortcake. Bless them, David. They really are. They really are trying though in this episode. I mean, look at these. Look at them acting their balls off here. I mean, they're really trying. They're making me, they want me to care. I know I'm going to get so much they shit. They want you to care. They want, they want me you to, to care about the Rock's daughter or whatever, whoever is, this is. Is she the Rock's, is she really the Rock's daughter? No, but she could have believed that, couldn't she? Because, yeah, I could have. Like, she kind of has that going. If she, all she needs to do is the eyebrow, David. If she, if she, if she just gives me one little Rock eyebrow, can you do it? Wait. <laughs> oh, no. Phil, you're a secret writer for The Walking Dead. I know you are. You're gonna shoot me. We, I'm gay. We need diversity. Oh, Claudio, give me a big hug. Yo, is that the Rock's daughter? I'm gonna wife her, says the atheist bastard. Al <laughs> believed it. I believe it. <laughs> if I look it up and I'm right, that'd be crazy, but she's not. I'm just being racist. <laughs> Oh my goodness! They Didn't they all look the same. <laughs> Chad Chad says they're overacting, in my opinion. Carol was acting, but she seemed real. These people seem fake to me. She <laughs> Corey Mitchell says she made me hold it. <laughs> she even 
if if david David says it's true if david says it it's true yeah uh thank you to everyone joining us tonight and thank you huge thanks to the walking david who who joined us last minute tonight uh to pop in as a guest host with us joe dirty locks will be back with me next week and again i'm going to be live streaming the west world episode hopefully that one won't get blocked but uh, i will be streaming the live that at nine o'clock and then live on this walking dead cast right afterwards either to uh, watch it live and then talk about it or do this again because it doesn't matter as long as the other person because joe's gonna watch it live so i'll have someone that watched it live and then i can sort of just recap it with watching it do you smell i smell i smell what the i smell what the rock just cooked with i smell what the rock was cooking (laughs) was an okay episode not my favorite we're on (laughs) <laughs> we're on easy street, easy street. Uh, she does kind of look like the rock's daughter says Terry chan no one i love how i started this yeah david you totally started this whole situation no one said hashtag it. the rock's daughter keep sending it to the rock the dwayne the rock johnson hashtag the rock's daughter <laughs> <laughs> it may it make it a thing that'll be the hashtag for this episode chad gray says no one said it but i will say it that was a beautiful gun david and uh delicious your beautiful guns you have such beautiful guns david oh this one oh yes oh touch it touch it we shall form voltron and tyler will form the boobies tyra did a jiggle well i'll i'll form the head and go <laughs> oh man dude i i can't deny the fact that it's like man i cannot really look at her face while i do it but man that would be awesome golly she is she's... i want i will say this if she if she does get a love interest and they and she lives uh i want the girl to just go like this like just grab him for a second she just goes hold on and just grabs him and it just goes ah <laughs> Lex go and just like everybody uh you know else on the show everyone's gonna go like oh well at least somebody finally did it christ <laughs> david hasselhoff on the walking dead shows up you motorboating son of a bitch as the atheist bastard the hoff would rule on this show are you sure joe won't commit suicide rather than watch next week's episode of the walking dead tyra should have some courtesy for the viewers and wear loose skirts does the rock know tyra that that tyra is with his daughter uh, it looked it looked so real when you first pulled it out. I thought it was stainless steel, fifty caliber. I'd watch that. You know the show is stale when Tara's tits were the star of the episode. Says Tara Chan. Chan, you crack me up so much. Fuck you, fucking a. I look forward to these Walking Dead seasons just to get to talk to you every year, Tara Chan. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Apulia to. T-Baby, great to see Atheist Bastard. Thank you to everyone that's joining us live tonight and anyone that's listening to the podcast later. If you haven't already, join the YouTube channel live and subscribe so you can jump in the live motherfucking chat and join the discussion with all these awesome people. And if anyone wants to keep the discussion alive, you can jump in the Discord group. You can find the link to that in in the description box below or the Google Plus community. Find us on Facebook as well. Phil's recap and review. And we're back in on this fucking episode. Also, if you have any comments or questions you want David and I to answer at the end of the episode, please leave us a voicemail at 781-990-8509. Again, 781-990-8509. Or uh, email me at igetissuesman at gmail.com or tweet me at igetissuesman. You got me.
Yes, I did. Sorry, I just got your message. Yes, I did send you a call. No, 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 no. Hey, every, everybody in the chat, how many people would love to see Tara, like, one just, like, putting on a shirt, but then she like, checks to make sure that her bra fits so she does oh one of these? Oh, my God. You know, do this. Tara Chair was right. It's sad when this is the focus of the episode. But it's like, okay, we all know that this is all much to do about nothing because the eventually this episode is just going to lead with them all coming together, all joining together and forming one big team. This is all literally much to do about nothing. And... Again, I feel like I have to say it. I've been watching this episode. I've been paying attention as much as I possibly can with babbling and stuff like that and having some fun with David and you guys in the live chat. But I dig what I dig the structure of this episode. Technically, this is a very well-made episode of The Walking Dead. The I think the acting in it for the most part is decent. I think the dialogue is pretty good, the storyline of what's going, I just don't care. I just don't I could I could give fucking that I could care more and not care less I could care more and I also think some of the some of the zombie stuff in this episode is looking maybe it's because it's so bright is looking kind of fake but the the powder the powder yeah that powder is like one of the the one in the puddle looked what was that David you can see like when they showed the close-up of that one and you could see inside the mask at first, honestly, I thought that was like a hint at the whisperers. Like I thought they were gonna like yeah. about to kill a zombie, and it was gonna be a person turn around and go, "Don't, don't shoot me," or you know something stupid. <laughs> but yeah, some some of them definitely <laughs> look, look like masks. Yeah, this is just comical right now. Go Tara! Oh, oh my God, Tara's boobs are the star of the show right now. Oh, I know. They're running on the car. Go back. Part. Go back to the. Go back to the single shot over here. Oh, the double. I mean, the two shot. That's definitely wow. a two shot. Of course, she like stands like that for a second. Kool Aid, Phil. Don't drink it. Don't drink it, Phil. I'm trying to be. I, I guess I'm trying to be more. If anything, I'm trying to. This is me trying to be positive. I'm trying to say good things about the. Okay, so Tara one on one against a whole army of zombies like this. Tara is tough, but give me a break. I mean, I know she has she has backup fire, but come on, none of those zombies are even making a move on her. Plus, the way she she just wasn't pulling off the action well either. She's just kind of like. Yeah, well, so what they should do is with the spear, they should have showed her at some point, like, clutching it while she was asleep, and they were, it was just, like, right here. Wait, did I, I mean? I'm so sorry, did I miss how pushed. she fell on the ground? Did she just suddenly on the ground? Oh, no, Heath's, he's suddenly there? How did he, where, where did Heath come Flash, from? Flashback. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you, David. I missed that. The... I thought the whispers were coming this episode because the walkers' faces looked glued on. I agree, Terrachan. They did look glued on. Oh, the boobs are 10 out of 10 for this episode. I agree. And thank you, guys. Sorry, I totally missed it. It was a flashback. Aww. <laughs> okay, some people I love, just... I love how Tara throughout this episode gains and loses the same 30 pounds. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She has her baby. She she's just like circular having her there's baby. A part, dude, there's a part where she's like walking off for a second, like at the very end of all this, like right before the screen just holds on a tree or something like that. 
and it, I mean, she just looks like fat. I just, I, I just don't think she pulls off the action too well. I, I think, I think she's good in dialogue heavy type stuff, and I think she's funny. But I think her doing action partially just, I agree because there's not good coverage. If coverage me, just some shots just don't look like they're shot at the same time, and she looks like she's different weight in a like well, a listen, lot there's of different. Not enough, there's not enough cleavage. I mean coverage. Coverage, yeah. Sorry, there's not enough cleavage. I mean coverage in these scenes. <laughs> and it's just it's it's she's just not pulling off the action for me i i think i think action is. isn't her strong suit look at her ass <laughs> like when they pan back to her ass or it's gonna or be smaller backside. yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be like 10 times smaller because we're shot at a different time excuse me I don't know what that was. It said uh, PPP on it. Did it say? I sure it didn't say JSS on it. Just survive somehow. It didn't. It did. I get enough. Feel, feel like it did. For some reason, too, uh, and I just noticed this because that we just hit the hour mark on the episode. This episode, for some reason, they they decided it needed to be an hour and ten minutes. So it was a longer episode, and it seems like The Walking Dead from now on is going to be a little bit more like Sons of Anarchy was at the end, or Breaking Bad did this a little bit too, where they just let the show run a little bit longer every week. You know, if it wants to be an hour and ten minutes, it can be an hour and ten minutes. And I appreciate that from a creativity standpoint, but another part of me thinks it's just a way of encouraging laziness in editing, because... Nothing I've seen in any of these 90-minute or hour and 10-minute episodes, and I know commercials, so it's not really that long. I'm adding commercial time, too, and just calling it one big for e for ease of math. But it seems like it it's just lazy editing, and it's not that they need to make these episodes longer because there's more information there. Same with Sons of Anarchy, when Sons of Anarchy was... Did these did these extra-long episodes. They didn't even do 90-minute episodes. They did, like, 93-minute episodes or or 65 minute episodes and stuff when the end of the episode would just be one big long montage move music montage. You didn't need to make the episode longer just to pad it out with two montages. These walking dead episodes don't need to be this long. An hour would have been fine. We don't need an hour and 10 minutes of the Tara in the Tara show. Uh, an hour would have been okay, but we don't need that much. Oh, fuck off talking dead. Jesus. <laughs> Hey man, it was a great episode. We brought, we brought. Hey everybody, it's Chris Hardwick. We actually brought Tits McGee on here. We're going to be talking with Tits McGee right after the episode airs. So stay tuned for Tits McGee. We're going to be interviewing Tits McGee's tits. Hey, tit number one, how did it feel to bounce up against tit number two in this amazing episode of The Walking Dead? It's like nothing that's ever happened before. Oh my God, how are you feeling tonight? Let's see who died tonight. Tara's bra, you know, in that in memoriam, <laughs> Tara's bra. Da, 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 da. It's like that's so interesting that she chose not to wear the same bra on this one. Um, and it's like she comes out, she's like British, just like Maggie and Andrew, and she just kind of just goes like, I, "I was making a decision. I wasn't really sure if I wanted to do without a bra." But. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Johnny? You have to shower before work. You're awesome. But I just sent you something. I sent you a little fucking gift, little message. And if you can jump in, you can jump in. If you can't, you can't. Because I like my, I like having a fucking wildling jump in this action too. So let's let's see. But have a great day at work, Johnny the Irish Wildling. Love you, you fucking bastard. You fucking bastard. The Tower. I'll fight you right now, Johnny, if you want. Fucking bastard.
Uh, Chad Gray said, I sent you some pay- PayPal. I owe you all Game of Thrones night. You kept me entertained. Oh, thank you so much, Chad Gray. Huge love and appreciation for your love. I will add your name to the fucking Hall of Fame of awesome fucking people. I just wanted to talk about that as a good opportunity to say that. We also do have a Patreon. You can find the link to that in the description box below or PayPal if you wanted to donate. A Patreon, we're going to be doing a monthly. already did the first one, but we'll be doing it soon too. A monthly Patreon. Patre- patreon cast that is just specifically for the people that donate in that context so if anyone's interested in finding out about that shit jump on in touch me i'll try to get david in on one of those where we give him some special touching content uh phil i uh, love the radio voice yes everybody here we are tonight on the walking dead recap this is just an amazing show fucking amazing Oh, here we go. Previously on The Walking Dead. Holy shit. We have with us, quickly, I know we might have to work, but we have us another guest that might be popping in here. Could it be? He, he might be popping in in a second here. Let's uh, let's touch him here. Johnny, oh, have a cock like a walker. I think that were me. Oh, we got Johnny the Irish Wildling. How's it going, buddy? Great to, great to see you, buddy. Thanks for jumping on in for a second here. My, my walker, like my walker, my cock. Relates to a walk at this hour, man. <laughs> and that's it's decapitated. It's just decapitated flesh. Am I the only one seeing that? I haven't even watched this episode of Walking Dead. I just wanted to drop some love to Phil as I got me shit together. Yeah. Great, great to see you. I know. I know. I never give you any pre-warning about anything, uh, Johnny. I just always just invite you. I see your name. I see your name in the live chat, so I send you an invite. I know you have to get ready for work. I just wanted to send you some love and and have you jump on into the party for a quick second here while we're watching Tara standing on a boat and uh, looking through some bullshit. I don't. I don't fucking give a shit, Johnny. I don't give a shit, Johnny. Spoil it. What happened in this episode in two sentences? What happened in this episode? Did Kara look at a wall and wank to Morgan? David Tara's tits. Tara's tits were showing a lot in this episode. That's it. That's what happened. That's all that, that happened. That is, an, that, that is an amazing typical Irish accent. <laughs> you are lucky. You are lucky. Yeah, you are lucky. You have an awesome beard, mate. Yeah. Well, I no money, man. Is that what happened out. though? Yeah, basically that's all that happened in this episode so far. We, we haven't quite finished the episode. We're still, we're still going with it a little bit. Right now, Tara is just searching in a warehouse somewhere with some weird music going on. But ultimately, oh, we see Bobblehead Doll, a little Dr. Bobblehead Doll and stuff like that. But so much, it's just basically been a Tara episode for the most part, Johnny. Tara's boobs, yeah. Oh, I just, I just picked up that that was a... Uh... A, bo- a doctor bobblehead doll. Yeah, it was a doctor. I didn't pay attention to that. Before. It was a doctor bobblehead jar. Doc- but yeah, that's basically it, Johnny. Not not much in this episode. Tara is is eating some beef jerky. What, what was she eating there? A sandwich or something? Some fish. Uh, so, oh, she's eating. Yeah, she's eating some fish. That, that that's the episode. Some crazy music and shit like that. But uh, but Johnny, I, I know you got to work and stuff. But thank you for checking in, buddy. Feel free to to stay in here for as long as you can, or if you have to check out, feel free to check out. But uh, appreciate it. you're gonna keep Johnny in here, and if he wants to pop in again. But uh, let's continue with this bullshit here. So Tara walking down the street, looking crazy. Mute. You're saying to mute the music, dude. Yeah, that's what that's what I that's why I had it on mute right now. Uh, because it's oh, okay. It's just one of those songs that uh, that probably will flag me here as Tara's showing up at the gate. We get to see our buddy Eugene as she's showing up at Alexandria. Hello, yeah, we're on Easy Street. Van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-a-van-
And when life is but a treat when you're on easy. <laughs> oh my god, what happened, Eugene? I totally don't need to watch this episode now. I'm, I'm just going to listen to you all, man. Continue. No, yes. Yeah, so, so Tara <laughs> Rosita, yeah? Yeah, so Tara was eating fish, yeah? She was with Rosita, yeah? Yeah, Tara ate some fish. She, uh, Rosita, no, she ate some fish, and then she's playing with a bobblehead doll, and she's talking to a guy with a mullet, and now she's, she's uh, finding out about... I assume she, right now she's finding out about... About what happened to Denise. Right? Oh, yeah. Rosita. Yeah, here we got Rosita and her. Where the fuck? Push play. Oh, wait. That's because nothing's happening. They weren't moving. <laughs> I pushed play like five times. I'm like, why isn't it fucking moving? It's because they were just stationary in one fucking spot. What the fuck? Still. Genius. That's how still that moment is. Yeah, Tara has issues. Yeah, Tara has major issues, Johnny. And yes, exactly, David. That's how still they were. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be the most superficial asshole. Fucking Rosita is so fucking hot. Fuck. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous, dude. Especially right there. She always looks good, but like in that particular moment right now, she looks exceptionally gorgeous right now. If a woman like who looked like that like got up in my face and was just like, just tell me where it is, I'd just be like, you can have everything you Do you want my bobblehead doll? Just give her the bobblehead doll, Tara. So Tara is is having a reaction here and it's not the reaction i want necessarily it's it's very sort of blase but i guess it, it makes sense to the emotional nature of what they're going through right now i guess this is a real character moment oh dude i know exactly what they're gonna fucking do with that stupid bobblehead doll <laughs> i know what they they're i know gonna, what i'm gonna show no they're a uh, prediction okay they're going to one. That's they're going to talk about how she lost Denise, and they're going to show the bobblehead doll, and then the bobblehead doll is just going to be still, right, sitting on a shelf, and they're going to match cut it with those little figurines that Dwight carves out, and it's just going to cut back to Negan, like, and what his his guys are doing, and, he, and we're going to see Negan. That's like the whole fucking reason. We're going to see a scene with Negan, like in Spaceballs, with Rick Moranis just playing with his toys. Where Negan's going to be in a room playing with all these action figures. Master, what are you doing? I, I told you not to sneak in when I'm playing with my toys. Alex uh, Rosita is gorgeous, <laughs> says Terry Chad. I think they tried to make Tara found in the colony of only women, like Wonder Woman movie, but this Amazonians use guns and can't shoot for shit. Uh, not only did she keep her promise, she realized that the group is wrong. They probably can't beat the saviors. Uh, so I think this in general was a good episode. I just think you can, as uh, we were saying to Johnny, you can basically say that this episode subtitle it it's just a tara story tara goes through oceanside meets a bunch of different people her boobs bounce around a lot she runs around she ends up back at home with everyone finds out what happened to her catches up she's with everybody the end seems like next week is going to be the carl and negan and uh jesus hunt trying to kill negan storyline cut with rick on his whatever mission rick's on and uh yeah so so what did you think shout out to the bible shout out to the bible Shout out, yeah. What, what, what was that? Was Negan in this episode? No, was ne Negan in? No Negan in this episode, Johnny. It was literally only Tara and and uh, and Heath from people new we people. know, and then all new people in the in the in the show. 
He, uh, Claudio says, hate to disagree, Philly boy. This episode was, well, already forgot about it. After the last episode, this is a great one. Had a conclusion. Atheist says, but Phil, why do I care? And she can bobble that head. What the fuck's up with the stormtrooper aim this episode? What the fuck? Not only did she keep her promise, she realized that the group is wrong. They probably can't beat the saviors. Does anyone remember what even happened to this episode? Claudio asks, what, what happened to this episode? See, honestly, I haven't been this... This is my personal opinion on the episode. Um, it was one of my least favorite. I haven't been this let down with a Walking Dead episode since, um, honestly, season two. I think there was an episode called like uh, Chupacabra, where it's just Daryl looking for Sophia, and he falls down a hill and he hurts himself. Um, and I, I liked Daryl in that episode, but it was just like what you were saying, Phil. It was structured well but why in the fuck do we give a shit? Yeah. And it was, Come on, like, man. It, it was a filler episode. What was that, Johnny? Uh, it sounds shy. If he's, that, if he's comparing that to Chupacabra, where fucking Daryl is looking for a fucking flower, that means it was a shy episode. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. I've not even That's seen what it. That's what I said. That's, That's what I said. Horrible. Yeah, I yeah, said it, it was my least favorite. It was one of my least favorite uh, since... Yeah. One from season two. Yeah, it's 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 it is an episode that of did the Walking Dead. I will say that they're right, or Tom is right. Tom always has an interesting point. Uh, that it did have a Merle uh, mirage or flashback or vision or whatever. In that oh shit, wait, Merle was in that shit? No, in the no, 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 in the no, Chupac- no. in the in the la- in the in that other episode. No, this oh, episode, Johnny, for the most part, it's one of those episodes that you could watch this any other time in the world, and not you don't need to watch this now. There's no rush to watch this episode. I would watch it when you feel a lot better about The Walking Dead in a different time, in a different era. When you're like, oh, I feel pretty good about The Walking Dead. I'll watch this episode and be all right with it. Let's jump in the live motherfucking chat. QT says, at least they made use of Tara's new mummy boobs. And uh, shut up, David. Uh, This episode had a kick-ass Merle mirage. I need a break from stupid indecisive bullshit. I need a comedy break to Super Battle Yellow. I like that mirage. I like that Mirage Merle episode. Dow was really likable in season two, though. That's the big difference. We're riding so high after Westworld. This really outlined how boring this episode was. Uh, yeah, Johnny, if you haven't already, definitely check out this episode of Westworld. And uh, and I know Johnny ha- Johnny's getting ready for work, looking all pretty. If you haven't already, check out Johnny Johnny the Irish Wildlings channel on YouTube. A lot of funny, awesome content and stuff. Johnny, it's awesome. Thank you for joining us tonight and we gotta get together and do something very soon buddy take care i'm gonna fuck you of course sorry davy davy oh no no no. love you buddy i'll talk to you soon johnny have a good night no look all i was going to say is that if you want to see me and phil collaborate chatter baby yeah can I advertise that on this film? Yeah, is that? Of course, that's, that's, of course, of course. Crazy. We we get together. Ch- Chatterbait sometimes Omegle. Me and him get together on that. You know, uh, ch- Chatterbait. But but we got to we got to watch out on the Omegle because it's monitored. So sometimes we get in trouble for some of the things, dirty things we do. But look for us out there on Chatterbait. We really like getting discovering each other's bodies. Is is what we, is is what's like it. David can, David can, your baby finger can be a penis. On, on that shit. Exactly. Okay. Little, little, uh, hey, genetics. I can't help genetics, Johnny. I can't help genetics, buddy. <laughs> I'll yeah, t- speak for yourself, 
Phil, Phil, I'm speaking for you that whole time, you come. Oh, you're you fucking... Kidding? I love you, Johnny. I'll, t- I'll talk to you soon, brother. Have a good night. You're not getting me out with this chat. You're not getting me out with this chat. Yeah, I'm having a cigarette with you, so I'm going to mute myself and just listen to you and fucking Dave and fucking talk. Awesome, buddy. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. I'm not watching it because of you. <laughs> Dirty fucking bastard. So, so okay, David... I appreciate what I agree with you. This was not one of my favorite episodes, but I still think I liked it better than a couple of the other episodes of this season, just because I feel like the action as from a beginning to end episode worked better than some of the other episodes. But I hear you. This, I was the least invested in this episode than I've been. And I think just in general, I know, I know out of a lot of shows we talked about when you and me first started talking, I mean, you're, you're heavily, you're huge. I mean, hell, it's not just that you're David. I mean, you call yourself the Walking David. You're a huge Walking Dead fan. Where are you in your mm-hmm. Walking Dead fandom at this moment? Is this a difficult spot for you? Are you at a low point for your fandom of the Walking Dead at the moment? Um, kind of, in, in some respects. And it's mostly just because they're doing things that, for me personally, the reason why I enjoy the show is because of our main character focus, because of Rick. I, I... I get latched on to really uh, layered and complex characters. You know, same thing with like Breaking Bad, you have Walter White, you know, and and Game of Thrones, you have many. The thing that's appealing about Game of Thrones is that there are like 10 characters that are extremely complex, that have tons of layers, that you care about all of them because they have fleshed it out either through- 20, I I would double that, 20 characters. Oh yeah, sure, yeah, but- I'm talking of like your favorites, like yeah. people that you really focus, like want to hear about, you know what I mean? But I mean, we knew about other characters usually because the Game of Game of Thrones did the smart thing in the sense that with that style of show, you could have a character's reputation precede them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the sense that it's like, you know, oh, I got a raven that said that the king was on his way to do this or the king said that or this person thought this. And The Walking Dead doesn't have that. Uh, the Walking Dead requires you to earn your place on the show to be a welcome guest, like a welcome actor. And I don't think that uh, Tara has done that. She, I have not had any moments where I was just like, man, I feel bad for Tara on this one. You know, like she hasn't really had to make a lot of the conflicting decisions because decisions are just made around her and she just lives with it. Uh, Tara sounds Roz from Game of Thrones. You know, the ginger kind of prostitute who was hot yeah. for the first two seasons. And then when, when Joffrey hit her with the crossbow, like that sympathy kind of lasted for what, four days? And then the next episode dropped, and you didn't really give a fuck. Prince Oberian, you are so hot and awesome. It, it was kind of all about that. that that's, that's kind of Tara's trying to break past that by the sounds of it. Well, it would sort of be like. Um... I don't know, like, shit. Do it. You get. You're gonna get there. Get there. Do it. No, and I agree. Tara. Well, I'll, 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 I'll say this. Tara. She just doesn't have a lot of compelling things about her uh, at the moment, and really ever. She she said a lot of the dumbest lines on the show that I can remember. For example, during the big season four mid season finale, when Herschel gets his, his head chopped off. I don't like the fact that her acting choice was this. 
<laughs> David is for anyone listening to the audio cast. Dave, um, Dave is sputtering. He's uh, he's having a little frustration moment. No, yeah, I and I'm I agree. Having a <laughs> I, agree, I agree with you, David, and I also think I'd add extra to it that I know part of it is because of pregnancy and her being written out of the script and having to come up with reasons for her for things for her to do but I think her being gone for so long adds to the factor of not giving a shit as much about her because it's not like we've cared so much about her before she disappeared for her to come back and have a whole episode dedicated to her it just didn't feel warranted in the same way like a Morgan episode felt warranted because we really cared and wanted to know more about Morgan with Tara it was just like okay we need to catch up with her but again I wouldn't have minded hearing just her talk about her journey it's to introduce these new people that we're going to see later so they decide to use Tara for that example i feel like they didn't use great they didn't use her pregnancy and everything that happened as an advantage a show like i'm just i am randomly then bringing this up but fraser for instance fraser when the character of daphne became pregnant johnny's like you're bringing up fucking fraser but when they the character (laughs) star trek voyager and the walkers next wait (laughs) when on fraser when they when daphne the actress became pregnant they really wrote it into the story made it made it become part of the narrative uh, created a whole a backstory around it and i appreciate that they did that they could have done something similar with with Tara with with something I don't know with someone kidnapping her and forcing her to eat I don't know some shit they could have done something really entertaining with it to make me care something dark I don't know I don't even know Phil's bringing in Frasier I don't know where I'm going with that I'm drunk give me a break yeah, so, okay. yeah the best comment here Phil is the real Hoy Sparrow that, that's my favorite comment so far <laughs> what was that good what was that yeah someone in the live chat said that great one what was that David um, I was saying, like, th- this show could could use a couple of Frasier writers on it. Uh, just, um, uh, fuck, man, I'm, I'm telling you. The, she, I wanted to say this before. In that se- mid-season finale, when she said the line, he cut a dude's head off with a sword. Um, I go, I hate this character. <laughs> like, that was the moment I just go, I made up my mind. I hate this this uh this character on this show now can like, i ask because... you can i ask you more of a general question do you tend to dislike sure. characters that break the fourth that break the fourth wall is that something that just in general as w- either a filmmaker or just a, as a viewer that you don't necessarily like that because i think that was a because uh, i agree with you but i think the moment was supposed to be a break the fourth wall moment of and i think that's what's when you have a wise ass character in a world like this, she's supposed to be above it all and kind of can understand talking for the the wise ass audience. Do you enjoy that character, or do you think it's the individual actress performance of it that you're not enjoying? Um, her performance of that I didn't like, uh, but also I, I don't like necessarily breaking the fourth wall. It would be sort of like in the premiere uh, episode if after Abraham gets hit on the head and he just goes, you know, that smarts. <laughs> okay. Like, or, you know, like my death is going to be significantly overlooked. <laughs> um, you know, something along those lines. Uh, I don't know. It's, ah, uh, Fuck. <laughs> people in the live chat people in the live chat these episodes throw me for a loop dude because it's like i don't even know what to say because so little fucking happened no you can, you can hear you 
Abraham in heaven, can't you going, fuck you, Glenn, and your bulging eye caption. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you can see that shit right now. Yeah, you know what's ironic, though, is Phil saying Frasier, because that does fit in with The Walking Dead, because they couldn't write a character as beastly. That's why Daryl's acting like an X-Men. Ah, okay. Got, like it. Like, like with the wordplay. Because Fra- Frazier plays Beast. And I feel like he got a, he got fucked. Uh, Kelsey Grammer really got fucked in that deal. Because he got he played Beast in the worst X-Men movie. And he was so perfect for Beast. And he got, he had to be in that, shit, was, yeah. that shitty fucking X-Men movie. Uh, uh, let's jump in the live fucking chat. Tara could have been raped by Negan's group. Seems like they're trying to get people pregnant. Uh, grumpy smoker, Dr. John Becker. We got, jo- we got Becker comments going on the live chat. Because I bring up. Frazier. Uh, Frazier versus uh, Frazier versus Negan one-on-one. I'll take Frazier in that fight. He's a crazy bastard. I miss Abraham's one-liners. Oh, but come on. We have Negan's one-liners to replace him. Isn't that amazing? Atheist bastard. LOL. No, we have just... Tara's one-liners oh, because yeah, she's so witty. Uh, for, for the longest time, I thought the actor who played Daryl was Edward Furlong. Oh, shit a bit. Tara was a loser baby, so why don't you kill her, says Johnny the Irish Wildling. I hope uh, Daryl cries over what he fucking did. Dar- I hope he's on easy street right fucking now. That's a bit dark for, for TV <laughs> chat, especially if he becomes pregnant from uh, from that for the Negan shit. So, uh, so uh, this was an episode of The Walking Dead. Uh, this was another episode of The Walking Dead. Uh <laughs> I have that, that is true. Yeah, no, no, it was. It was, defi- it was definitely an episode. There was th- there was things that happened on it and shit stuff. I don't even know. I don't fucking know. I mean, I did. I enjoyed this episode a little bit more than I think David did, but it still wasn't anything special for me. And this season as a whole just has me saying meh. And I don't know. Okay, this is a good point because. Someone said to me, I someone sent me a message that Phil, you're met on this show because you're so into Westworld and you're blinders. David does not watch Westworld. Neither does Joe and uh, Johnny does. But uh, I'm going to. I'm going to. No, you're though. going to. It's not that. I, Dude, I don't have, is it? Phil knows. Phil knows best. Fucking watch that shit, man. Seriously, but, but no. It's awesome. My but my point is that I'm not being biased for that. I could appreciate both shows, and it's it. If anything, I'm still salty and bitter from the past, but I still think I'm pretty good with my judgment of this. I think some things are okay this season of The Walking Dead. They just don't have the the stew quite right. And I think, I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're just running themselves too thin because of the nature of the storyline that they're focusing on right now. It's so far away from Rick based in the source material too. It's about creating new universes and stuff. But on a television show that does not work, we need to check in with Rick more often. He's the lifeblood of this show and seeing how he reacts to this whole situation is what's interesting about The Walking Dead for me. And all I can speak about is for me. And David was speaking the same way. Rick is the blood of the show. And by not having Rick on it as much and having all this fucking bounce around without even even checking in on him. Last week's episode I thought was really good because at least we checked in for Rick for a second, seeing where his mind was as we ca- carried on with the Carl shit. I like the Tara stuff better than I like the Carl and Edith stuff, personally. But seeing Rick and seeing the connection and the way the episode at least made it feel like we're in a whole big world rather than separated over to here... Just seeing Eugene at the end of the episode wasn't enough for me. I want to, I just don't feel like we needed this 
right here in this season. This did not feel like it took place in the same fucking world that we've been in right now. Yeah, we had a little bit of progression with the saviors and shit like that, but again, it's too much. Too many new things at once. Cut it down a little bit. Focus on one thing. Keep it simple, stupid. What makes you good as a show is keeping it simple. You're a simple-minded show. That's what you do good. Don't get overly complicated, you dumb son of a fucking asshole fucks. Don't fucking do this. Don't ruin your fucking show. The ratings are fucking Joe, people falling whoa, off. Joe, I'm fucking Joe. Dude. What the fuck? What the fuck, dude? Sorry. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Joe. Oh, my God. Joe, Joe. came out there. You're right. Joe totally came out there. Joe Dirty Locks was coming out of me right there. That was, that was the... the uh. The beast of Joe climbed up me and ripped the fuck out. But 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 generally speaking, this is one of the better episodes. And that being said, this is one of the better episodes of the season. Sorry, I'm so fucking negative. I don't like this season. I'm. I'm whoever you make me so excited to watch it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, re I'm really pumping people up to watch this episode. David, what were you gonna say? This is this. I will say this is an episode that on your DVRs. You can watch at 4x speed <laughs> and not miss a goddamn thing. Um, and uh, yeah, they need to cut this shit out, man. You need to stick with what you know. Stick within your wheelhouse. I mean, even like what Phil said, if when they had shown like, you know, Eugene answer the thing and then Tara maybe looks around him and you just see Rick maybe like staring out at the pond, like, you know, kind of head like messing with his hands or something like that, I would have been like, oh, good, look, he looks upset. He looks distraught. I wonder what's going on with Rick right now because also she hasn't seen Rick in like two weeks and she just like fought her ass off to get back here and the first person she encounters is fucking Eugene. And then we have a scene with Eugene her. And, looking like with a fuck me face. Yeah, and then know, we see like her in Rosita, which is cool, but still, it just it seems like we could have got a lot more at the end of the episode, a lot more, a lot more payoff. And okay, I, I just want to example the ex examine before we call it an evening, examine the devil's advocate here. Okay. Maybe I'm just not getting it. Maybe People are enjoying these long, deep dives into character studies and looking deep oh, into characters and all that sort of shit. Because I, a lot of people say, no. Phil, you just like flash entertainment. You just like this. You just like that. I do like flash entertainment. I do like to be entertained. I like action movies. I like, like bings and bangs. I like lots of fun stuff that I can see in my eyes. But I also like slow shows. I like I like Better Call Saul. I like Breaking Bad even at the beginning. I like Game of Thrones when it does these ep kind of episodes really, really well. I like other shows, Westworld, True Detective Season 1, other shows that know how to build things up slowly. The Walking Dead, it's not that you're doing things slowly, it's that you're doing things slow and shitty. If you want to build these character moments, make them mean something. Make me give a fuck. Me, give me stakes, emotions. Make me fucking care. If you do these deep episodes, the Morgan episode, say what I want about it at the time, I cared about it. I cared about the cheesemaker. I cared about the action. I cared about Morgan because he was a character that I built up from the beginning. It built up stakes. I saw him. He was one of the first people we met at the very beginning of the series. You cared about him. You wanted to know what happened to him. You need, if you have these bottle ups, even the governor, having bottle episodes with the governor. I cared about the governor. He was a, he was a relatable villain of sorts or whatever. You gave a shit. You could dive into that. 
You don't just have bottle episodes because you need to waste time while you go yada, yada, yada. Let's lead to something else that's going to happen in the story that's going to be more interesting. That you're hoping is going to be more interesting when Rick becomes more of a focus again. You could have yada, yada. Oh, sorry, David, go. Sorry. No, you're you're good. Uh, just to jump in for a sec, though, someone was saying like you're gonna love this season when you rewatch it, and some of that's true due to the fact that if you didn't have to sit through commercial interruptions, like thirty fucking minutes of interruptions, it would flow a lot better. It would make a lot more sense, and people would give a sh- more of a shit. But I'll tell you this much: watching in real time the Morgan episode with the cheesemaker. It was just one of those you want to just rip your dick off <laughs> and stab your eyes out with it. You know, like you're just like, and I'm just going like, what the fuck am I watching? Because, you know, like, where did you learn how to fight like that? I learned from a cheese maker. You know, yeah, and then the little shitty song. Man, that fucking song as well. It's like, off. Can I just say on top of that as well? Yeah. It seems like Tara has her own split episode, yeah? The governor got his own split episode, and we did kind of give a fuck on how's he doing now. And Tara was the side bitch in that. It's like, she is not on governor fucking level, and he was a prick. That shows how bad she is in the show right now, because at least you felt something for him. I'm the same with, like, like, I'm not crazy for action or everybody being shot on The Walking Dead. My favorite episode from the show, not the comics, is um, the governor and Rick at the table. You know, the kind of subtle threats, and it's just all dialogue. I'm like, that's my favorite episode. So you cannot say I'm just here for the action shit. That's my favorite episode of the whole series. Mm. The subtle threats, Daryl talking outside with Martinez. You know, how it was done, perfect. Here's, here's what I would say to describe that scene and using my onion kind of my layered analogy. Shrek it up, David. Those are, those are two complex, extremely layered onions meeting together and peeling each other apart that's what makes it interesting all right it's it's just because it's not interesting necessarily if someone just sits there and goes i'm an onion and just starts peeling layers back going, i'm interesting <laughs> i swear to god <laughs> i trust me from shrek onions because they make you cry <laughs> and you want to have mike moyer's voice in the other half Onions are like old. But donkey. <laughs> fucking donkey. <laughs> donkey. See, seeing this, I miss the farm, says Claudio. Let's jump in the live motherfucking chat. Uh, get, got, is he, Game of Thrones is even better than this show. It comes close, and this is a book reader. Uh, oh, it hasn't been good in two years. I fell asleep in the middle of this episode. I was that bored, says Big Sexy. Uh, Andrew says, preach, guys. Phil is joeing better than Joe right now, says Terry Chan. Uh, that's the one That's the one. all Governor episodes. You'll love this season. Your rewatch, Tom himself says. And uh, Tom, you don't think I'm technical difficultying every time you don't see me on camera? You're a fucking crazy motherfucker. These guys can see all my all my dirty actions. I don't. I just don't have the little uh, the little thing going up there. Saying this, I miss. Uh, they have layers. What about parfait? Everyone loves parfait. Some episodes of The Walking Dead are parfait. like parfait. It's parfait. 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 Fate. Parfait. Sorry, I thought I was thinking about my fate with of pronouncing that word incorrectly. Layered onions. Fuck your David bullshit. Haha, <laughs> you're cracking me up. I would love to see some Eugene-centric episode. He's the combination of Rain Man, Forrest Gump, have Shrek and The Walking Dead, and the onions, they smell like crap. When they're updating on Tara, what happened? Did you think 
ma- he made me hold it. Love you, Phil. 420 Brazil. Real talk here. Yeah, Irish Roth. Like, Claudia says, I'm strangely entertained by what's happening in that mirror right now. Yeah, what the fuck is me happening too. in that mirror right now? You Dude, know, I've been looking at that. Like, Feels in our soul. <laughs> right there. Dude, there's a lot of people walking through doorways in that in that mirror. Um, <laughs> the mirror is going to see. Yeah. The mirror is going to steal your soul. Says I throw Oh my oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm glad she's all blown. Oh no. Is that what I'm watching? Am I watching divorce with Sarah? Oh God. Is there a horse on my screen right now? <laughs> Look at that shit. Look at Phil here. Look at Phil trying to backtrack out of that. Oh my God. Am I watching Sarah Jessica Parker? So he totally yeah. is. Man. Dude, dude. On that mirror next, and he next, I don't, I don't have to backtrack shit John. I've watched every episode of the Sex and the City, and I'm fucking proud of it, dude. Fucking proud yeah, of it. Yeah, shout out to Kim Cattrall, man. Oh, Kim Cattrall is fucking amazing, dude. Uh, meat, is it Meatballs where she has the like the the orgasm and shit like that? Uh, Kim Cattrall in Mannequin. I've had a Kim Cattrall crush since I was a little kid. I've had to watch. I in Sex and the City. I watched simply to see Kim Cattrall in dirty situations. Dude, I'm hoping that uh, after the season mid-season finale they're gonna have an entire episode of eugene just going like i do believe i know how to build bullets i also believe i know how to make a lucille-like bat out of a tree limb or something like that <laughs> you know just uh, i do believe we will get to washington dc <laughs> yeah, i was lying i am a scientist i do have a cure <laughs> last time i seen eugene and rosita you were both looking at like uh, abraham and rosita having sex so Maybe was that like was that like a fucking is that theory? That's when he was gonna start making little bullets. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he's he's uh, he's he needs glue. He's, he needs some sticky substances for his. I wonder who Eugene's watching now though, because that's something that doesn't go away. That's a kink that doesn't go away. He needs to find someone else to watch. Uh, watch watch playing a little uh, hide the side salami. Yeah. Although I do agree that it is probably a perverted subject, I I think it is a crime that is completely harmless. <laughs> what Phil? What character are you? Are you a Samantha? I would say that was very good, David. I, I would say I would say in general, I'm probably more of I don't. I what am I do this? Am I gonna t- say what Sex in the City characters I am? Uh, I'd say Johnny is the Samantha here in this situation. I would say uh, D- David is probably our Carrie, and I'd probably be a. Uh, uh, Wait, which one's Carrie? Not the redhead, is she? No, no, no. Carrie is Sarah Jessica Parker. I would say uh, you probably. No, <laughs> you're, you're, I am a Samantha. You're you both are Johnny Johnny and uh, David are both wanting to be Samanthas. I, I guess I'm. Prob- he has to be a Charlotte. Uh, is Char is Charlotte the brunette? She's pretty fucking hot too. Uh, I don't know. No, Charlotte, Charlotte grows but Charlotte grows a better beard than Phil, so he cannot be Charlotte. You shit me. Oh no, you're Charlotte because you're a redhead. So. It- you're so you get- oh, man. No, fuck off you put that on david man fuck <laughs> off <laughs> okay i guess i'm carrie i i can't help it i get the horse face i'm the i'm a fine, guys fine i'm big yeah you're big yeah i'm team i'm, I'm hayden okay go fuck yourself i'm a big oh god this is awful <laughs> this is awful because we all know we've all watched it so we're mentioning actual <laughs> characters now yeah it's horrible <laughs> That was my team wanks in the day, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. This is getting... Oh, my goodness. That, that's where I first started developing that awful uh, MILF addiction <laughs> that, I, that I've had for years. Oh, you can't help it. No, Phil is Charlotte because he's so fucking sexy. Thank you, Atheist Bastard. Hot. Atheist Bastard, you say something nice about the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you, do you, if, if you... Atheist. 
atheist bastard is so atheist, even he doesn't believe what he just said right now. <laughs> atheist bastard. If you don't, if you don't have candy, he needs then, evidence. There has to be some evidence of what he just said right now. If you don't, if have, it wasn't written down, this wouldn't even count. And good night to David and that red guy, says Terry Chan. Good night, Terry Chan. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, Terry Chan. We're, we're going to be wrapping things up in a second here. You guys have great... Oh, thank you so much, Atheist Bastard. We're excited oh, to... I'm taking a picture of that comment. That's yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah, you, you see, see what they said yeah, about me? Yeah, he's going to jerk off to that later tonight. He's going to be. He's gonna fucking fap to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the Atheist Bastard said I was hot. No, it says David looks like a 90s Hollywood producer. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were reading the uh, You Guys Have Great Personalities. So I missed that one. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's wankable as well. Both of them are wankable. Yeah. I'm just a red guy. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm that ginger bitch in Sex in the City that just complains about not getting it. Oh, so, no, what you have to do is you have to come at them with the in Bruges quotes. You gotta go, you're a cunt. It's amazing that this episode of The Walking Dead... And your Dead, family's a cunt. It's amazing and that... the only thing that's ever gonna change is you're gonna become oh, a bigger cunt. It's, yeah. a, it's amazing, guys, that this episode of The Walking Dead has led us, that it was so interesting that the end here, where we can't help but talk about sex in the city. <laughs> about what characters of sex in the city we are, and whether she should have ended up with Aiden or Big. I, I just, I can't believe it's happening right now. LOL to Johnny. Shane should come back and kill Negan and say, one batch, two batch, penny and dime. David, where's your guy? Oh, there it is. You know this Walking Dead is entertaining when you end up, yeah, when you end up talking about Sex in the City at the end. But everybody, this is probably a good as time as any to call this a stream. Uh, Johnny the Irish Wildling, thank you for joining us tonight. And please check out Johnny the Irish Wildling here on YouTube to hear a lot of his random streams that he does with a lot of really awesome people and then some of his videos he does a lot of reactions to Westworld right now for any of the people on the channel that are interest, interested in Westworld touch Johnny touch him in lots of places you can even order a Johnny doll that will come to your house they'll be completely lifelike in all forms and you can do all sorts of nasty stuff to it he really enjoys that sort of thing so it's called the Ed Sharon plush doll you can get it on eBay <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, you fucking cunt. Thank you, Johnny, for joining us tonight. Love you, buddy. Great to see you, buddy. Thank you so much. We got the walking fucking David. Thank you, last minute walking David, who will also be with us in a couple of weeks in the mid-season finale. David, people want to find you. Where the fuck can they find you, buddy? Obviously, you guys can subscribe to my YouTube channel right there, The Walking David. Um, if you have an Instagram, you can follow me at, it's all lowercase, it's Mr. David Grayson. And also I have a page on Facebook called The Walking David. I'm also a member of a lot of uh, Walking Dead related groups, The Walking Dead Geeks, uh, The Walking Dead Consumed, Walking Dead Universe, Walking Dead Fandom Universe, all of those. Uh, I do uh, live streams, like Phil said, on my own Facebook and on those channels. And I do entire live streams as Rick Grimes sometimes. So... Uh, yeah, check that shit out. Yep. And uh, Rick Grimes, what did you think of this episode, Rick? Let's see. Let's God see. damn it, Phil. I didn't want to talk about this. Rick. Rick, what, what's, what's up with you, dude? What's going on with your show, Rick? Once we get back on to me, it's going to get a lot better. It better, dude. I, I mean, how do you feel? How do you feel about the fact, the revelation that Shane is really the baby of Jude, is really the father of Judah? Oh God damn it! I knew you were gonna bring that shit up. <laughs> oh shit! Oh no! Here comes she shit. What? Really good. That isn't my kid. That's not my kid. No, dude. I'm sorry. It's your kid. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you you said I thought things were cool. 
Okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna leave Rick Grimes alone because Rick sorry, Grimes. Sorry, yeah. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, I'm, no, no, you, I'm, no I'm, I'm scared, dude. Okay, Rick. No. Rick, come on. Still, I don't. You got those I'm magic sorry, bullets dude. that can jump through screens, and I don't like that. You know, Rick. I'm sorry. Okay, Rick. I, lo- I love you. I love you, Rick. Yeah, I love you. Bro. Relax. Okay, shit. Yeah, Rick. Get the phone. Get the phone and talk to Laurie. Yeah. Relax. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you. Thank you for talking down. Johnny and I are master negotiators with this crazy Rick Grimes bastard. No. Fuck no. you, Rick. The live chat says, fuck you, Rick. Fuck you, no. Rick. You bunch of Samanthas. Oh. Claudio, sa- Claudio says, you guys are a bunch of fucking Samanthas. Why are you being such a pussy, Rick? Says Walter White. He's the one that's knocking. Come on. No. Lori. <laughs> I have to go. I'm talking into a controller. <laughs> go away, Lori. You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, The Walking David. Great, great job, my friend. So everyone, if you haven't already, you enjoyed this live stream, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Next week, I'll be back with Joe, Dirty Locks, and Katie Crow, probably in a similar kind of format because I'm going to do the Westworld podcast first and then go into it. Anyone that's trying to watch the Westworld podcast, I'm sorry that it did get blocked for literally 40 seconds of audio content. Wasn't the fucking mirror. was anything that was 40 seconds of fucking audio contact. Go fucking kiss my ass but the podcast the audio of that will be available you can find that on itunes you can find that on issuespergram.com all those places so subscribe like do all that sort of shit make sure you you check out the walking david and johnny the irish wildling and check out their stuff phil 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 Phil, just before you pause out can i just say i have to repeat myself again for anybody who doesn't know I, I'm a nothing nobody, like, commenter. Not, like, I don't mean that in a bad way. Just honestly, uh, Phil is one of the most realest motherfuckers of this whole YouTube site. He's an absolute, genuine, sincere chap. Like, forget the fact he has a small cock and he shaved his little gray wispy beard. And I'm an really- asshole. And I'm a, don't forget I'm a, don't forget I'm an angry, I'm an angry, rage-filled asshole. Well, yeah, you saved that for the bedroom, yeah? <laughs> Look that up on a different site. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. That, that, I, I'm getting. Our, I'm bringing our. I'm bringing our role plays on chat chatterbait again in in this conversation again. I'm not donating to you again, mate. You bastard. You <laughs> no, no, just that's all I wanted to say. Is that Phil is genuinely he's one of the most nicest, sincerest motherfuckers. Like you will speak to. Oh, that, that's all. Oh, th- th- thank you, thank you, uh, Irish wildling. You, uh, you, you are, you are credit to your, to your, to your Stark heritage, motherfucker. Lo- love you, buddy. You're, you're good people. And Walking David, I love you too, buddy. You, uh, you love me even with all my faults. So Walking David, love you, buddy. Great to see all of you guys tonight. Have a good night. Thank you for everyone that joined us for the double cast. Claudio in the live chat. Tom himself. Beardless Phil still creepy. Uh, Kyote thirty seconds is the max. So next time, make sure you don't cry. The 30 seconds of copyright music. Wow, uh, did I come at a bad time? What's going on here? You fucking bunch of stupid Samanthas. Good night, everybody. Talk to you next time. Love ya. Yeah.